0: Merry Christmas! It's finally arrived, Christmas Day! James and I are so excited to play this encore edition of the 2009 Christmas Day episode of the LifeSpring White Christmas Show for you, hosted by James Cooper, creator of WhiteChristmas.com, and me, the OG Godcaster, Steve Webb of lifespringmedia.com. During this episode, you'll hear answers to the quiz questions and the drawing we held for 2009's winner. And you probably want to know who this year's winner is, so let's do that right now before we play the episode. What I've done is I've made a numbered list of all the names of people who have sent in the correct answers to the quiz, and I'm using an online random number generator from random.org to select the winning name's number. On the website, it says random.org offers true random numbers to anyone on the Internet. The randomness comes from atmospheric noise, which, for many purposes, is better than the pseudo-random number algorithms typically used in computer programs. People use Random.org for holding drawings, lotteries, and sweepstakes, to drive online games, for scientific applications, and for art and music. So, let's see who our winner is. The winner of the autographed Brian Duncan's and Neo Soul Christmas CD is... Brian Kennedy. Congratulations, Brian. I know you'll enjoy it. Thanks to everybody who participated and sent in answers to the quiz. And before I play the episode, I do want to say thank you so much for listening to the show this month. I've really enjoyed bringing back the 2009 episodes for you. For James Cooper of WhyChristmas.com and me, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the LifeSpring Why Christmas show for Christmas Day. I'm Steve Webb, and I think that uh, James is on the other line. James, Merry Christmas.
1: And happy Christmas to you, Steve, and a very happy Christmas to all the listeners of the LifeSpring Why Christmas show. So, obviously, all your gifts are probably
0: opened now. Did uh, Santa Claus bring what you wanted?
1: Uh, yes, he did, thank you. Oh, yes. all right. he, he was
0: very good to me this year. Yeah, Santa's like that.
1: Well, yes, he is a personal friend, um, sort of running the
0: Christmas site, so, you know, he kind of has to He's in trouble. Uh, you know, I suppose he probably uh, drops off at your place every once in a while during the Christmas season.
1: When, well, you know, he's quite busy. So, I mean, I get the old text and things. Ah, I see. No, yeah. Um, it just sort of has to keep it like that, really.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's a pretty busy guy. But uh, he does have your, your number and you text back and forth. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Not many people can say they have uh, Santa's uh, personal uh, cell phone number so that they can text him.
1: Uh, yeah, you know
0: special contacts. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, I'm just a lucky guy to know James Cooper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, how's about you? Have uh, you and your family
0: had a good Christmas day so far? We had a great Christmas uh, thus far. Uh, we woke up early this morning and the uh, the boys came out around the tree and, you know, they opened up their, their gifts. And uh, my oldest boy, Matthew, is coming over with his new bride later on today and we're going to have Christmas dinner. And in just a little bit, I think we're going to go see the uh, the new Sherlock Holmes movie. Ooh,
1: the old Guy Ritchie.
0: Guy Ritchie? Is yes. he in that? I'm, I'm th- uh, no,
1: he, he directed it. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's like, Sherlock Holmes is like this, isn't it?
0: You know? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen the previews for the movie, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty good one. So I've, yeah. I've always been a Sherlock Holmes fan. I've read all the uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle books. and uh, Oh, yeah, me too. Really enjoy them. Yeah. So anyway,
1: it's Christmas Day. What do you think we should do on the show today? Well, you never know. I think we should hear about the birth of Jesus.
0: That's a great idea. That's what it is all about. Indeed.
1: Um, The story is in chapter 2 of the book of Luke and says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room in the inn.
0: You know, this is always such an amazing story to me. God coming to earth as a weak and helpless baby... It's incredible, but we don't really know many details of Jesus' birth. We're not told his weight or even the date that he was born on. We do know that Mary and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem to take part in a Roman census and not because of its reputation for maternity care. The census was the first of its kind and was taken so that the Roman government could tax everyone in the empire correctly. Jewish families had to register in their historical tribal town rather than where they actually lived at the time. Joseph and the pregnant Mary lived in Nazareth, but since Bethlehem was Joseph's tribal town, it was also the town of the royal family of David, they had to travel to Bethlehem, which was a journey of about 70 miles, or 112 kilometers.
1: The journey would have taken about three days on foot, or donkey, and they might have well arrived in the evening, because if they'd arrived earlier in the day, it's more likely they'd have found somewhere to stay. In those times, motels, hotels, and inns didn't really exist. You normally stayed with your extended family, and most families also shared their houses with the animals they kept. The people slept on an upper level within the house, and their animals lived on the ground floor and were used
0: as a kind of central heating. Bethlehem would have been very crowded for the census, because it was the home or historical town for many people. So all the houses, or certainly the upper levels, would have been full. So Mary and Joseph had to sleep with the animals, either in a very crowded and smelly lower level of a house or out in a stable or a cave or even a covered market stall that sold animals for food. Not exactly hygienic hospital conditions. And with no proper crib available, the new baby boy was placed in a manger or a feeding trough.
1: So that's some of the history of the birth of Jesus. If you'd like to know some more, head on over to the story section of whychristmas.com.
0: Now it's time, James, for the big announcement. Yeah, the result of our Christmas trivia competition, where a lucky listener will win a signed copy of our good friend Brian Duncan's Christmas album, A Neal Soul Christmas. (laughs) Thank you to everyone who's taken part and sent us their entries. Now, before we announce the winner, let's hear the answers to the 10 questions. And over to you, James. Okay, here are the 10 questions and their answers.
1: Number one. What famous Christmas classic did Bing Crosby record in 1942? And the answer was White Christmas. Number two. What was the name of Mary's cousin she went to visit when she was pregnant? And that was Elizabeth. Number three. Who invented the first electric Christmas lights for Christmas trees? And it was an American telephonist named Ralph Morris. Number four, what's the name of the Jewish festival that's celebrated around the same time as Christmas? And that's Hanukkah. Number five, how many other reindeer help Rudolph pull Santa's sleigh? And that's eight. Number six, what sweet bread is eaten for Christmas Day breakfast in some parts of Belgium? And that's Cognou. Number seven, what town was Jesus born in? We just heard about it, it was Bethlehem. Number eight. What coin is traditionally lucky to find in your portion of Christmas pudding? That would be a silver coin or a silver sixpence. Number eight, sorry, number nine even. In what country would you sing the carol Zamba Zamba Zanahari? And that's Madagascar. And finally, number 10, what ancient religion might the wise men have belonged to? And that's Zoroastrianism.
0: So I've got a Santa hat here with all the correct entries. And I'm going to pull one out, and we got to get them all mixed up here. Here. Okay, here we go. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Excellent. The winner is Rhonda Evans. Rhonda, congratulations. I will be going over to Brian's house later today, even, and uh, we'll get the CD signed. And I'll get that in the post to you as quickly as I possibly can. To everybody who sent in an entry, thank you so very much. We appreciate your participation. Hope you had fun. If nothing else, just learning about cognu. I mean, who knew? (laughs) Well, the Belgians. Well, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, uh, James, anything to say? Congratulations to Rhonda as well.
1: Um, I know you'll love the album. It's a great one. I've had it playing away in the build-up to Christmas, and it's great fun. If you didn't win and you'd like to buy a copy for yourself, which I thoroughly recommend, then go on over to brianduncan.com where you can order a real CD from the man himself, or you can buy it digitally, as I did, from indieheaven.com. The links are also in the show notes at
0: lifespringboychristmas.com. Well, James, it has been so fun doing this again this year. Uh, obviously, I couldn't do it without you, and it is is just great fun. I enjoy talking to you. And, you know, one of these days, we have to figure out a way to meet in person. Yes, that would be good. We've webcamed, but we've never shook hands. That's true. I'm looking forward to that. Someday. And, you know, if, if not on this side of heaven, I know that we'll uh, get to meet in heaven. Absolutely. And you'll
1: be able to say, wow, you're shorter than I thought you'd be. <laughs> <think." laughs>
0: you know, my brother-in-law, Steve O'Brien, who's the pastor of my church, is, uh, well, let's see, uh, vertically challenged. Yeah, that would be it. As is uh, some other of my friends uh, that we've even talked about today. And so, you know, I, I've, I've uh, gained some sensitivity to that. <laughs> Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. I hope that uh, this day is the most special Christmas you've ever had.
1: And from me, too, a very happy Christmas, one and all. All right, so Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.